What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show, and we can see you this week. We can. And one for one. Yes, that's right. And uh, I feel good because I brought the computer over and for you to fix it, and I had done exactly the same thing you tried to do, and it's mm-hmm. Work if anybody can give us some pointers, let us know because it will not work on Google Chrome. I tried it even again today, Aaron, and it would not work. So we had to install Firefox, and here we are. I don't it. know what has happened. That's all I'm gonna say. I, yeah. When you brought it over, I said oh, this will be a two-second Yeah, It wasn't. I don't know what happened to it. I I I, I was at a loss. It took what why were you here? About an hour, probably, and I was just like finally. Whatever. Just install Firefox. Yeah, we just put a new browser in, and voila, it worked perfect. And uh, we've done 80 shows on Google Chrome. Never had a problem whatsoever. Yeah. And for some reason, it will not accept the camera, my camera, on Google Chrome. No matter what you do. And then you try to you, you, you hit allow, and it goes back to block. Yes. So, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you've done. You've done something. I don't know what, what it is. But. Well, I'm sure I have. I'm not saying I have it, but I'm it's... not sure what you could have done, though. That's the thing. I don't think it's a you problem. So right, I don't know. I don't Believe know. It or not. But uh, so we're good. Well, we're good. Shawty talking about uh saying Arkansas better beat OSU tonight. They blew <laughs> it last night. Arkansas almost had the regional one, blew it in the ninth, went in extra innings. Oklahoma State wins. Tonight they play. The final game, Arkansas-Oklahoma State. Have you been following uh, the NCAA baseball? Well, I have because OU has been involved in it, and I have been seeing this one. I've, I, it's got to be the worst pitching in the history of uh, yeah. the regionals. My God, uh, uh, Oklahoma State beat Missouri State the other night 29-15. to 15. Yeah. Uh, and somebody commented on Twitter that was not a football game. <laughs> they played each other, I think, this year in football. And uh, uh, then the Arkansas game, well, 14 to 10 last night, I think it was? Yes, ended up 14 to 10 in 10 innings, I believe it went. Yeah. Uh, it was 9 to 8 going into the ninth. Oklahoma State then got the lead, and then Arkansas tied it, but then lost mm-hmm. in extra innings. Like I said, got up on the screen now, Arkansas, Oklahoma State at 6 o'clock tonight. To decide that regional, so that's that's well, uh, Shoddy. I think Oklahoma State's going to win. I hope Arkansas wins, but I think <laughs> Oklahoma State wins. Yeah, I take uh, worried more about than anything. Shoddy is the softball. Mm-hmm. As far as being an OU fan, uh, give me your uh, synopsis there, Shoddy, on who you would rather play for the championship: Texas or Oklahoma State. <laughs> well, well, uh, for Oklahoma baseball, um, they are in the bottom of the seventh inning, and it's two to one Florida. They're in the same situation as Arkansas. They're in the uh, finals of the regional there in Gainesville. Two one Florida right now. Bottom of the seventh. We're in a delay. 
So, and yeah, Mark about, chimes in that 29 to 15 baseball score. Yeah. You're going to make your extra points, and uh, Arkansas didn't do it. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, uh, that Oklahoma baseball game has been in a delay for like four hours. Yeah. Now. And the last report I heard was there was no rain, but there was a lot of uh, lightning in the air. But there hadn't been any rain. Now, that may have changed. I haven't heard anything in an hour or so. Uh, so that's a elimination game for OU. They have to win. Arkansas and Oklahoma fans certainly have the same thing in common when it comes to Texas. Both of yes. them hate Texas, so Shawnee okay. chimes in there. Oklahoma State, Texas, by the way, they will play tonight for the chance to face Oklahoma in the regional or in the College World Series uh, national championship. Uh, Oklahoma State just has to win one. Texas will have to win two tonight. That kicks off at six oh five or six o'clock. It's now six oh five, so they're probably about. Well, when I misread the whole thing, I thought Shotty was an OU fan, but she's Shotty's Arkansas. Yeah. Oh, oh she's Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, I see what you're saying here. All right. Uh, okay. Well, do anybody? Does any team have any pitching left in that regional? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I really don't know. I don't either. I mean, that's just an unheard of it, giving up that many runs. Yeah. You know, back to back like that. Maybe Oklahoma State has saved their pitcher. I don't know. Well, they couldn't have because that was the uh, uh, do or die last night, right? Yeah, Oklahoma State had to win last night. I, I, you're, you're asking questions. I couldn't name you one player on either team. I'm well, I, the, the I can't. I can't really either. <laughs> Uh, I just kind of have followed it. I kind of follow – well, I follow them both because our family likes yeah. – and I don't think this is a banner Arkansas team. Uh, I don't think this one's near as good as some of the Arkansas teams have been in the past. No. I think if they win this regional, that is a major accomplishment for them. That's – I mean, they did not play well in the SEC tournament. I don't think they won a game. Yeah. And uh, Oklahoma State's pretty good in going to Stillwater – I think that would be a major accomplishment if they win this game, and, and they've certainly got a chance. Yeah, they were not expected to do much. They've kind of had a, a poor year for Arkansas standards, but winning, a, winning tonight, would, it doesn't really matter. You just keep winning this time of year, and you keep on going on. So I think uh, I think they're, like I said, they blew it last night. Hopefully they get it done tonight. They, they look like the best team in that regional so far. But yeah. we'll see. Also tonight, if you're looking for action tonight, the – uh, Avalanche and Oilers. Uh, Avalanche look to close this thing out tonight. I think they will. What about you? I don't give Edmonton much of a chance. Uh, I really was rooting for them in game three because I want the playoffs to go on a little bit longer, you know. And this looks like a four game sweep. Uh, there's just Edmonton is just not as I don't know anybody, I don't know if anybody's as good as Colorado. Uh, and that includes the East. Mm -hmm. No, they're dominating people. They've got so many people that can score. I looked up some stats uh, a while ago. They've had 16 different players that have scored goals in the playoffs so far. Uh, they're balanced. McKinnon leads the way with 10, and then Landeskog has seven. Uh, Kadri has six. They got three players with five, three more with four. That's what you got to have to win in the playoffs, man. You can't – can't zero in on anybody they can all all the lines can score it looks like they've gotten a boost from uh pavel frank how is it how do you pronounce it they pronounce it yep. yeah 
He has come in and played very well in the two games he's played since Kemper got hurt. So uh, he's playing well. Colorado can shut you down. You know, when, when they were playing the Blues, I was really aggravated at how they just shut us down. Well, they've shut this Edmonton team down, too, after game one. So I don't have – we were giving them enough credit. I think the Blues played pretty well, you know, in that series. It's beginning to look like it. Uh, on the other side of things, Edmonton has scored 60 goals in the playoffs. 38 of them have come from four players. So almost two-thirds of their goals have come from Kane, McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Hyman. So they don't have the balance scoring. So, And then Evander Kane is out tonight. He's got a one-game suspension. He's their leading scorer with 13 goals. For a team down 3-0 against a, a team as formidable as Colorado, I don't see how they can win tonight. Well, the deal with Colorado is they keep the puck away from you. You know, yeah. I mean, with the Blues, it's like, I just can't believe they can't score. Well, they never have the puck. And yeah. that's because Colorado possesses the puck for – Two thirds of the game. I'm going to tell you something. If Colorado gets goaltending, they're going to they will sweep whoever they play next. I I think you're right. They are above anyone. Right. Their now. goalie kept the Blues in the series. Oh, he no mistake about it. Yeah. The Colorado Avalanche were were five times better than the Blues. That's why that loss didn't really bother me because you watch those games. It's like they're they're clearly better than that. Oh, they dominated large. And, you, you take game two out when the Blues played pretty well in game two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you take out uh, the last period of game five, and we got dominated. Even in the last period of game five, weak goals led to that win yeah. for the Blues. And You're right. This team is – they're on another planet. Yeah. Uh, Tampa and the Rangers, you know, the Rangers are playing really, really well. They're heading that series. I don't know. I don't think they're going to be – much of a challenge, honestly. Uh, I I think Colorado is going to win it the way they're playing right now. The the only thing with the two teams in the East, they do have outstanding goalies. Yep, it's going to be a big big thing. Yeah, who could step up and stonewall Colorado and steal a couple of games, and that's what they're going to have to do. The other thing about Edmonton tonight, uh, going into tonight, they wasted a tremendous performance from their goalie uh, Sunday or uh, Saturday. Yeah. You know, he was really good in that game. He kept them in it. Yeah. And uh, they just couldn't pull it off. You know, Colorado could be looking ahead to the Stanley Cup finals tonight. You know, they yeah, could. They, they could get beat, but I, I doubt it. I don't, I don't think so either. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the main event. This is what we're, we're going to talk about the most tonight. The Belmont Stakes draw is going to be tomorrow. So, tomorrow, 10 p.m. Central Time. Uh, we will be live uh, covering the stakes or the Belmont Stakes draw. Uh, right now, we're looking like a field of eight for the race. I've got it pulled up here on the screen now. Let me pull that up. There we go. Make it look a little bit better for you. Uh, a field of eight. It, it's it's an interesting setup. Let's start there. <laughs> you have seven closers and one dead speed horse. Yeah. If you are a pace handicapper, how are you not picking we the people in this race? You can't because it's a dream. It is, and we the people's pretty good. This yeah. it's not I'm not gonna say that because I'm higher on rich strike than a lot of people are, mm -hmm. but still, eight horses. What does this tell us? 
I mean, are, are you guys at Racing Days? Are you are you reading anything into this very small field? I mean, this just seems really weird to me. It's only eight horses. It's depressing, and it's not like uh, people are skipping because there's a heavy favorite, and we don't think we can beat them, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, you have no pre. The Preakness winner is not here. The no. Derby winner is here, but he was eighty to one when he won the Kentucky Derby. I don't think he's scaring people away. I don't think so either i mean look at this field it's bad it's like a hundred thousand dollar stakes race at oakland in uh in march mm -hmm. to me yeah it's you know i say it's bad mo donegal pretty nice horse no question he i know he's the preakness winner so that's a good horse rich strike is the derby winner whether you like it or not and i that's did a good that's a good horse yes the rest of these really just haven't done much let's run them down let's run them down one by one Barber Road. Uh, I mean, here's who I'm going to – I'm going to – let's do it this way, Aaron. Okay. I've got them listed one through eight. And I'm okay, gonna, let's do that. I'm going to start out with eight. Okay. You shoot him down or you yeah. – or whatever. That works. Go ahead. Here we go. My number eight is Skippy Longstocking. I have him eighth. Well, and I think he, it makes yeah. sense to have him eighth. Yeah. yeah, he could be six, seven, or eight. Yeah. He, okay. he, he certainly was one that a lot of people were talking about the Preakness. It didn't go very well. Um, you know, there's other closers. There's seven closers in this race. So he's probably one of the worst uh, coming into this. I would agree. Skippy Longstocking would be number eight on my list. You got him eight, too. Yes. Okay. All right. Number seven, Golden Glider. Yeah, I would agree with Golden Glider as well. Uh, second in the Peter Pan last time out, you look at that and say, well, that was good. You had to get like, you had to get a map to find where he was. Like, he was so far behind we the people, it was crazy. Yeah, I mean, he's done nothing. Yeah. So uh, I do like the, I do like the trainer. Uh, you know, if something all breaks down, he might be able to do better than that. But his credentials are not that good. No. So uh, then I got a toss-up for five and six. You can flip them in either way. I went ahead and put Nest at six. Really? Okay, let's let's keep her at six because I think that's going to surprise a few people. Explain the reasoning why you've got Nest so low. Well, I just don't think Nest has done a whole lot. Finished second in Kentucky Oaks. That's uh, I think if uh, Secret Oath uh, was in here, she wouldn't be ranked very high. I just don't think I don't have a lot of I don't I don't think she's that good. Like I said, I almost put her fifth, but I've got her at six. I just don't think she's that good. I don't think she is either. I think people are, are over the moon about her, and I don't think she's that what? tight. She she lost to Secret Oath. Right. Secret Oath came back and ran in the Preakness and couldn't hit the board. I, the one thing that I'm worried about is the trainer. Todd Pletcher has, A, won this race with a filly, and B, wouldn't just throw a horse in here for no reason. True. So that's where I'm worried. Don't think she's going to win. I don't think she's good enough to win. If if, if you want to play her on the bottom of a super or a try, yeah. I wouldn't talk you off of it. No. I don't think she's good enough to win this race. I really don't. Okay, who's five? Barbara Road. I think that's probably where he belongs. Um, Barbara Road at five is kind of just a Barber Road type comment, right? He was fifth in the Kentucky Derby. Uh, he's hit the board in a ton of races. Maybe he can outrun that and get third or fourth. But 
Maybe. You just can't you just can't see this horse getting better than about third or fourth in this race. No, never has. Yeah. So no, I I I don't I don't care for him. Jared says it's all about the distance. That's why they've entered nest here. So uh, if you're unfamiliar, they do have a three-year-old Philly race, but it is at a mile. Uh, it's the acorn. It's at a mile. And so you get more of your kind of sprinter types in that race. Nest certainly will not be affected at a mile, I don't think. Um, so I get it. The other way you could look at it is there seems to be, you know, some different races maybe you could have put her in besides this one. This is pretty deep waters, but perhaps they just think the mile and a half is going to hit her right between the eyes. I would say that's got to be it. I don't yeah. know why else they would put her in there. Uh, Dennis has Nest fifth, uh, and he ranked Barbara Road seventh, so no respect for Barbara Road. Shoddy, super upset by that. So well, uh, When you go five, six, seven, eight, out in an eight-horse field, you don't you can flip them any way you want. That's what yeah. 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 But Ness getting the Belmont win for her daddy would be poetic. Yeah. That's, that's pretty crazy, right? Uh, that, that definitely could happen. Curlin, of course, lost to a Philly trained by Todd Pletcher. Now Curlin has sired a Philly trained by Todd Pletcher. who's going to go try to win the Belmont. So that's kind of a cool story. It is. It is. And that's one, one thing I did look at Ness was because Curlin was the sire. Mm -hmm. So that's always a good day. Uh, good thing. Yeah, and we'll see kind of how they how they talk about her leading up to this thing. Uh, Pletcher, pretty pretty good about kind of telling us where he's leaning one way or the other. If you if you followed him, so we'll kind of see his thoughts on Ness probably tomorrow. We'll ask him about him. So all right, move on. Who's number four? Four, uh, Creative Minister is fourth for me. I like Creative Minister quite a bit. I really like the the Preakness uh, yeah. race. He did save a lot of ground in that race, and maybe that's why he was able to close a little bit stronger than, say, Secret Oath and get up to get third. But he's really just kind of a consistent horse now that he's going two turns. Yeah, I like him. So I've got him fourth. He could uh, upset the out cart a little bit. Yeah. Now, my top three, the odds are not out yet. Mm -hmm. So this could change a little bit depending on the odds. Mm -hmm. okay? I'm going Mo Donegal number three. So Mo Donegal will probably be the favorite. Right. And you're going to put him number three. So kind of explain why. I don't think it's a bad ranking, but why you've got him at three. Well, I'm figuring he may be five to two. What do you think? I think so. I don't think he's worth five to two. That's why I'm saying. I think the other two I've got are more value than he's going to be. I don't think he's a solid favorite. I like him. I love the trainer. Jockey's fine. He ran okay in the Kentucky Derby. Probably might be rating him a little low because uh, I do like him, but I just don't know that betting a favorite is the way to go in this race. I don't know. I would I would tend to uh, I would tend to agree. Yeah, yeah, I would tend to agree on that. I, I think I think that makes sense uh, to maybe try to go against a favorite. A favorite uh, obviously has not won the first two legs of this thing. Um, Mo, Mo Donegal in this race reminds me a lot of uh, maybe Epicenter in the Preakness. It kind of seems like he should win. Mm -hmm. He's not a great horse. He's not <laughs> bad at all. He's solid. No, he's is, is he one you want to bet as a favorite? I don't. And the pace advantage could go uh, to either your number one or number two ranked horse. So go ahead and go. Who's number two? I am going to go number two. Here we go. Bang the drums. I'm going with... We the people. 
Number two. We the people. So, oh my gosh, this is going to be fun. Let's let's save number one. Let's not talk about that real quick. We the people. We talked about him in the opening. He seems to be loose on the lead. Yeah, he does. But he's never won. Well, he ran won the Peter Pan. Who who cares? Uh, I don't give that much deal. But anyway, again, I'm going to look at the odds, and I'm thinking he's going to be second in the odds. I would think he's going to be the second choice. Yeah, and I'm thinking he might be three to one. I think he'll be in between anywhere from three to four to one. Yes, okay. and those are good odds. Yeah, those are good odds. Uh, I just, he hadn't done enough. He flunked a big test in the Arkansas Derby. Can't get that out of my mind. Uh, I do like the trainer a lot and I like him and I will not be one bit shocked if he wins and I'm going against all the rules of horse racing. You always bet the long speed. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's, it's interesting. And Shadi brings up the Arkansas Derby uh, as well as an Arkansas person. Obviously she had her eye on that when it happened. And yeah, he he just didn't he just did not show up whatsoever that day. Arkansas Derby versus Peter Pan. Hey, it was two different horses completely. I I don't know. I don't know. It, it oh, he's got the potential to win, no doubt. Yeti Page also also chiming in saying she is a huge o- Oakland fan, and if it rains, putting my paycheck on We the People. So that's one thing to to, to point out: Lone Speed and a win over a sloppy track in that Peter Pan. Um, a few mm-hmm. more comments before we get to your number one, because that's mm-hmm. going to be a fun discussion. Uh, John Francis says, Magic is sleeping on Ness because of the buyer. I did not know Magic uh, didn't like this horse, but let's listen. She's well-rested, and she is due for a jump. Uh, plus, she will be more forwardly placed than the big threats. I think that's a key right there. She might be able to be a bit more tactical than everybody else in the race. So that could be one for sure. Uh, I, I, I don't disagree with John on the last comment. Uh, Saturday says, I'm betting the house on Richie Strike. Good old Richie. Well, I'll let you go. Number one. Well, here's the deal. And I'm going to get blasted. I don't really care. Uh, I do agree. I, I Mark made a comment here that is uh, disturbing. Uh, and, and he's absolutely right. With Rich Strike, he got the pace, perfect trip in the Derby, and this pace, our race, you know, there's not going to be any, there's going to be a lone speed out in front, and he's going to have to go get him, and that is concerning mm-hmm. to me. Um, in a field as shitty as this, I mean, we've named a couple of pretty good horses. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen, would you ever think the Kentucky Derby winner with that much rest would not be the favorite. No. And I'm thinking he's going to be maybe in five to one. I think between four and five to one, third he's, choice. Yeah, he's going to take some money because who he is. Mm-hmm. He is he's looked fantastic in everything that I've seen. His workouts, he looks great. Just looking at him by the naked eye, he looks fabulous. He looks so much better than he didn't even in the Kentucky Der- Derby. I just think if something happens to we the people, people and he's not ready or he has another meltdown, as somebody said he did in the Arkansas Derby in the paddock, I just think this horse is better than most people think. 
Well, I, I saw you comment on Twitter. It's like, how could anybody uh, bet this horse in the Belmont? Why are people thinking he can win? And you said it could be because he won the Kentucky Derby. That's it. <laughs> I mean, the logic for me. Uh, oh, I okay. thought that was a great comment back. Yeah. Oh, you, did? you really did? Oh, yeah. Magic sent me a screenshot of it. He goes, oh, this is fantastic. I said, yeah, that is really funny. That is very, very funny. Kentucky Derby. Okay, all I hear is, oh, my God, that's the race. you got to win that race. Yeah. He made a fantastic finish yeah. to win that race. It was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And I don't care what his record was before that. It doesn't make any difference. He ran that race. Was it a once-in-a-lifetime? Maybe. But the horse seems to be getting better and better and better. So I don't think you can count him out. And at four to one, nine to two, five to one, he's worth a shot, in my opinion. You know, I think back to some up to the last upsetter we should have had my net bird. Mm -hmm. And I was one that said that horse has zero shot in the preakness. No yeah. shot whatsoever. You won't be able to find him with a telescope. Right. He would have won the preakness. He would have won it easily if it wasn't for an absolute freak in Rachel Alexandra. So I'm not going to make the same mistake again. I'm not going to bet this horse to win. He is going to be on a ticket though. I, I just, the I, he looks fantastic. Yeah. And then, and then my net bird came back in the third in the Belmont. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And had a, had a dumb ride or. Yeah. May have won. This kind of stuff happens. And, uh, in a field like this, why doesn't he have a chance? Mm -hmm. I mean, sure, Mo Donegal is worthy, and We the People is worthy, but he's going to have to prove it. Uh, I agree. We the People, Lone Speed, is the smartest bet. If and legendary Larry uh, Lenny, excuse me, uh, chimes in and says, "We the people at four to one is a gift." If he yeah. truly is four to one, it's going to be hard not to bet him. I agree totally. I, yeah. I I can't turn that down. I don't think it really feels like a race where the odds are going to dictate the play more than ever. Because if Mo Donegal, for whatever reason, doesn't get bet, all of a sudden that horse becomes attractive. If Rich Strike doesn't get bet that horse becomes attractive. Same way with We the People. And it's hard to gauge where this money is actually going to go. It We're is. coming off of Preakness, which was insanely bet. Yes. Crazy. Now you come in here, you've got the Derby winner back. He seems like a very polarizing horse. I don't know what he will actually go off at. You have all your pace handicappers are going to to pick we the people. So I think he's going to get bet pretty hard. Yes. And then you've got kind of just the real logical horse that's already beat the Preakness winner in Modonalo. I don't know how these horses are going to get bet. They're going to be your three favorites. Mm -hmm. Who was the favorite? You can make a case for any of them. Yeah. I, I, that's true. I agree. Uh I don't know how Jalen there, you say we the people is a class act. I don't get that. But anyway, it's a horse. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I, I mean, I think all horses are class acts. I don't think they commit murders and stuff like that or, or talk trash or anything like that. Um, I don't know. They might in horse talk. Well, <laughs> Paul V uh, thinks Mo Donegal will be nine to five. If that's the case, I don't really want much to do with him. No, he's not a nine to five. Mm -hmm. Even this, even in, in uh, this field. And uh, here you go. So hold on. Paul, okay. Paul V says Mo Donegal will be nine to five at post. Obviously, that means he's a favorite. Mm -hmm. Three comments later, we the people will be the favorite. This is what I'm talking about. Exactly. This is why it's really hard to predict because I don't disagree with either one of these guys. I would not be surprised if either one of those things are true. I do think what happened in the in the Preakness with these long shots getting bet and nothing came of it. I don't think that's going to happen in this one. I'll just make a prediction. I don't think we're going to see Skippy Longstocking being bet. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Uh, and yeah, this uh, Depp De Palma, whatever thirteen says. Hey, some of these horses aren't class acts. They they savage like <laughs> like Rich Strike. So <laughs> he's not a class act, uh, but that's all right. Uh, Marla <laughs> says Rich Strike over Mo Donegal over Ness. Marla does not like um, we he's the people. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Curtis it reminds us Tacitus was nine to five. That's right. I was right there. I, I did right remember that. Uh, uh, Backup Jared made a comment that he's not real high on We the People because uh, he thinks he has to prove it. Uh, Jared, kind of what I'm saying too, he's got to prove it in a big race. He looks really good. And I, in, the, in the allowance he won at Oakland earlier in the year, wow. That was impressive, yeah. but he's got to do it on the big stage. So, we'll, we'll I, I, I tend to agree with you a lot on that. Uh, I like that comment too, Jared. I heard rumors that Skippy is classless. That's pretty good. He is classless. Yeah, he's <laughs> talks trash. He commits felonies. It's bad. Uh, seeing this is look. Super Mario says we the people will be the favorite. Curtis <laughs> says Mo Donegal, Rich Strike, we the people. That's how the betting order is going to look. Okay, y'all. And we can't argue with any of this. No, and that's that's my point. Y'all have a lot of different ideas, and it's going to be interesting to see the odds. Dennis has a question. Most likely to hit the board between Creative Minister and Nest. I would say Creative Minister. Okay. What about you? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. I'm not high on Nest. Yeah, neither one of us too high I'm on not high on Nest. It's a stupid name. Super, I think you asked about we the people earlier being loose in the lead. Yes, we really believe this horse is going to be loose in the lead. To tough. Jared's point, sometimes a horse can get loose on the lead and still lose if they're not classy enough to That's win right. the race. Absolutely. And he seems like the horse to me that if somebody gets up there and challenges him, he's not going to dig in. He may not. That's the key. Can he get away from them and never really get a challenge? Possible. Yep. Possible. We got another prediction here from, well, Jalen's got We the People, Mo Donegal, Creative Minister, Ness, Barbara Road. Huh? Any of those for third? And then the regular golfer has Barbara Road, Creative Minister, and Mo Donegal, and then We the People. And, and then uh, Bill Allen has We the People, Mo Donegal, Barbara Road. So we got a lot coming in here. Wow. Uh, can he put away multiple attempts, Jared asks. That's the thing. Like maybe he puts one away, then another one comes and, and tries to get him. Another thing is when you handicap a race and you look at this on paper, they're, they're reading the same past performances we are, talking about trainers and jockeys. 
Mm -hmm. You're going to look at this and go, well, somebody, we have to go out there. Right. Yes. So when it's this obvious, maybe somebody's going to go out there with him that we don't, we aren't expecting. Well, they can't let him get too far ahead. They can't, or they're going to lose. Yeah. Right. Now we um, is not going to go after him. Stephen Vota asked a good question. Why is everybody high on Barbara Road? I don't. I'm not. I don't know. Yeah, I had him fifth, Stephen. That's yeah. not high. Yeah. A lot, a lot of the comments are are, are they're, they're fans. Yeah, and he's a consistent horse. Um, I I could see somebody thinking he'll get in there third. You know, because he's done that many many times. And he may clean up, you know, and get third. But I don't think he's going to win. He could get third. I certainly think he's just going to run and run and run at the same speed all the way around the track. That's what he does. It, literally, I'm not I'm not trying to be mean. That's Barber Road. He runs the same speed all the way around the track. So <laughs> that's – and if they come back to him and they're, they're, the rest of them are running slow in the stretch, he'll pass some. If he- they're running fast, he's not going to. He is a good horse. No, he question. is good. But he He's has one speed. Yeah. <laughs> it's not in this situation. I don't yeah. You, well, I mean, they're going to have to get tired. That's that seems to be the big key. Uh, picking up Joel Rosario, he fits that horse pretty well. So I I think Bar I think that does help Barber Road a lot in this race actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one other comment I wanted to get to our boy Steve. Oh, where'd it go, Steve? Hey, they, we've had so many of them, I, I'm missing it. Uh, anyway, the question was, where does this day rank uh, overall as a day uh, in horse racing throughout the year? Is it a top five day? Is it a top three day? Um, I, I call this a miniature Breeders' Cup. I think it's one of the top five, for sure, days oh, yeah. in, uh, in horse racing all year. Oh, well, it has to be. And I think I would, it's, it's much better than the Preakness. I would probably oh thousand percent better. I would rank it uh, Breeders' Cup one, Kentucky Derby two. Um, I'm very biased towards Saratoga. I love the Travers. I would do the Travers three. Well, the no, the Belmont's number three, and the Travers is four. Okay, now that's what a horse racing guy would yeah. rank. Yeah, that's not what the general public's going to rank it. Right. Yeah, they'll rank. The Derby number one, yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah. And probably the Belmont too, because a lot of people have no idea what the Breeders' Cup is, and that's, that's true. Just the facts, yeah. <laughs> and it's because of the time of the year it's run. I think more than anything, because it's in the middle of football season, and it takes second ability. I would agree with you. I think the Breeders' Cup is. I don't. I don't know that I can rank it ahead of the Kentucky Derby because the Kentucky Derby. Uh, Friday, the card is good, and and Saturday's loaded with yeah. races. I've got, I would put it one, but I would go Sarah or uh, British Cup number two, and I'd go Belmont three for sure. Yeah, and, I, and I, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, well, you know, and this it kind of gets, I think those are your big three, and after that, it just kind of is your personal what do yeah. you like? The yeah. Traverse day for me is beyond awesome, I love that day. And then uh, I really, you know, people are probably going to laugh and make fun of me about this. I really love the Pegasus. <laughs> I don't know why. I love that day. So that's yeah. what I would rank it. It probably won't give very many votes, though. No. <laughs> One, me. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, that you're, you're a horse racing guy. Again, it's run pretty early in the year. You know, it doesn't have a lot of steam 
unless you're a horse racing person. Yeah. 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 But you've gotten me onto Saratoga a little bit, and I get I, I like everything that goes on there. That is a big day for sure. Catherine chimes in and says, Belmont is so huge, you don't even know that there's uh, 50,000 people there. She is correct. You mean the size of the uh, venue? Yes. This okay. place is massive. This place is massive. So what look like on a regular day, a ghost town? A uh, ghost town. It's like, okay, when you go, actually, I love going on the day before the, the Belmont because the races are good and there's nobody there. It feels like you have your own private racetrack really? on a regular day. It's awesome. It's awesome. It, it's so good. Uh, you can hear a pin drop most of the day. It's like going to a library almost. It's really? crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. It's cool. It's cool. I love Belmont. Belmont uh, is is a great place to go. Uh, not in a, I mean, it's not in a bad area, but not in a great area. Um, but it's it's a fun place to go, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of fun places to go. Uh, we talked we talked about this uh, one week. Regular golfers come up here and said Breeders' Cup needs to go to Woodbine. Mm -hmm. I'd love to go there. Yeah, and people have commented about that track. There's just so many. Yeah. You got you and uh, I think Mike did a great video on five underrated tracks throughout the country that was fantastic. And there's just a lot of places that's good. Yeah, Woodbine is a place Magic and I especially would like to go. Magic really loves uh, Woodbine as well, and we watch it all the time. And yeah, I'd love for the Breeders' Cup to be there. That'd be fun. Um, yeah, I mean, my favorite's always going to be Saratoga, no doubt, but. Yeah, there's there's some great great places. Where is Woodbine located in Canada? Near it's in Toronto, not just outside of Toronto. In Toronto, so the facilities would be big enough to host a Breeders' Cup. There would be enough, uh, yeah, hotels and that kind of stuff for the yeah yeah you could host it easily. Yep, yeah. And it, the synthetic surface probably is what's holding it back. Oh, um, yeah. They have a synthetic and they have a turf, and so yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, Toronto. Yeah, you're chiming uh, in there. I'm sure you've been to Woodbine before. Oh, um, sure. Yeah. Do you guys think Nest will hit the board? We both don't really think so. We kind of said maybe play her underneath in third and fourth, but not sure she can actually do it. Yeah, and they have had one. I think it's one Breeders' Cup. at. Uh, they did. I'll be darned. Yeah. In the 90s, late 90s. That's right. That's right. Well, you can't really beat where they have it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where they've had it, like Santa Anita and uh, Churchill and Keeneland. Those are kind of hard to beat. A lot of people chiming in to uh, Tasha's comment there. Bill Allen says maybe fourth. And then uh, Paul says, yes, Ness is going to come in third. So um, there's there's some love for Ness. I think I don't I haven't really seen. I think there's maybe one commenter that we have sometimes that, that likes Ness to win. Most people are thinking third, maybe second, maybe fourth, around in there. Hmm. Um, yeah, also Lone Star hosted the Breeders' I Cup. I did, yeah. I've been to Lone Star, and uh, Samich had, had real success last week at Lone Star, winning a tournament, or not winning a tournament, but qualifying for the NXC in a tournament there. I saw that. That was good. Lone Star's a great place. It's a really cool place. Hey, it's really pretty. And uh, Now, yeah. obviously, it's big enough. They had the Breeders' Cup there, so. It, you know, I think think it's still probably a little small for the Breeders' Cup, but I can see how they had it and it wasn't too big of a problem. It's it's a pretty good-sized place. Yeah. Yeah. i tell you a place that they can't have it because I don't have a turf course. 
Oh, can you imagine what would happen if the Breeders' Cup was in Arkansas? Oh, a, I know. Yeah, it'd be unbelievable. There'd be two hundred thousand people if yeah. they could get that many in, but they don't have the hotels. They don't have the infrastructure that can handle it. Well, I think they're going to try it one day once they finally get a turf course. I think that's kind of the goal is to get yeah. a Breeders' Cup, and that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario says Breeders' Cup should be at Santa Anita every year. Just saying, how oh, I can't can't do it. Can't go with every year, but I do love it the best there when it's at Santa Anita. It's you great. have to have it in Kentucky ever so often. You just have yeah, to. You just have to. there's yeah. no 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 choice. Uh, Curtis says that he would vote for the Breeders' Cup to go back to Gulfstream. It, you know, Gulfstream is such a smaller facility now. I don't think they can do it, Curtis. I really don't. Um, they don't have the huge grandstand anymore. It's a smaller place. It feels pretty packed for days like the Pegasus, uh, and you're going you're gonna to want double and triple, you know, the people from Pegasus Day to the Breeders' Cup. I don't know if they could do it, but uh, it, Gulfstream would be a great place to have it as far as the, you know, track and everything, but I don't know that the facilities can hold it anymore. Yeah. And the weather would be good too. Dennis I mean, wants the breeders kept to go to Charlestown or Fawner. What do you think about that? <laughs> I've heard Fawner's not too big. So neither one have a turf course. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay, well, yeah, I believe that's out then. Yeah. Catherine said, if Keelan's big enough to have breeders kept, so is Woodbine. Absolutely. Keelan is not a big place. Not at all. All right. Breeders' Cup at Belmont was the best. I could see how that would be awesome. It would be yeah. a great place. The weather is a problem probably that time of the year in New York. It might be a problem at time. Well, I don't know. They had it in Toronto once, but I would think it would be pretty cold in Toronto in uh, early November. Yeah. And you? Yeah, I would think so. I Aaron, what think kind of attendance do they have at Santa Anita? Um, is it packed? It's not packed, but there's a lot of people. I, I'm, I'm really bad with guests in attendance. Probably thirty, forty thousand, maybe, okay. maybe a little less. I don't know. It's it varies from year to year. When we've been out there, uh, when they had game on, dude, there was a big crowd. It's definitely busy, but it's not like overly busy. Santa Anita is huge, so that's another thing. I would have been packed uh, when uh, Zenyatta ran. Well, I would have thought that they are probably hanging from the rafters that day. Yeah. 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 Now, it's, compared to Churchill, what's Churchill draw? Well, I, again, I'd probably 50 or 60,000, I would say, for a Breeders' Cup. Maybe more. Maybe okay. more. They don't draw as much for the Breeders' Cup as they do the Derby. No, uh, probably half the crowd. Um, Breeders' Cup at Churchill is great. Uh, it's, it doesn't feel as crowded. If you've been there for the Derby, then you go to the Breeders' Cup. The Breeders' Cup is nothing. Okay. It's like, it's, you know, and it's no big deal. I see. Um, yeah. Um, there was a comment or question. How does the Belmont uh, track play on Belmont Stakes Day? Usually speed. Usually speed. You want to have speed on that track uh, for the big days. Now, I could don't, you know, that could always change, but that's usually the case. Uh, yeah. 2016, uh, Catherine was there. Plenty of room. There usually is. Yeah. Hmm. There usually is. I guess that doesn't matter to the uh, horse racing people, the crowd. Like, I would think they'd want to get as many people in there as they could. It's all about, I mean, it, I'm sure they want a big crowd, but it's all about betting. You know, okay. who's betting and how much are they betting on it? Okay. Yeah. And so if you're doing that on your phone, they don't really care if you're there or not, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. And the Oaks also outdraws the Breeders' Cup when it's at Churchill. It's, you get about half the people, I would say. Yeah. 
which is still a big crowd. Yes. Because there's, there's over 100,000. Because you got to remember, there's no infield for the Breeders' Cup uh, at Churchill. They don't have people. Oh, there. they don't have the infield open. Okay. No. If it's open, there's not hardly anybody out there. Oh, okay. Well, that makes a huge difference then. Oh, yeah. So that's that's a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. Right there. Your seats are all pretty much sold. Um, except they, maybe the ones down at the end. Why wouldn't they have the infield open? They don't need to. Oh, they don't. They just don't need to. They okay. don't need to. No, okay. no, okay. no. There's no reason for it to be open. They don't have that demand. So, okay. Um, some of the other races, we'll talk about it real quick because there's people in the comments. Um, where did that go? Well, Speaker's Corner is going to face place face flight line in the Met Mile. Um, so you got a horse that hasn't ran all year, but has been just a monster in all of his starts in flight line. For Speaker's Corner, who's been a monster this year and totally beating up on everybody. Now be a dandy. It's going to be a good race. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a really, really good race. Um, Joey Daniels asked a question. What's your guys' best bet for the Belmont Saturday card? It's not out yet, but we will answer that question once it does all come out. Probably the Thursday blinkers off and the Thursday magic mic. You want to check back for that because we don't have the full card out yet. So we kind of have to wait till that all comes out. Uh, uh, speak of the devil is probably a horse. If she enters and who she's up against will factor into that. Probably one that I'm looking at right now, just knowing the probables. So right. uh, Latruska is, is everybody's answering here. Uh, Latruska easiest win. Is Latruska the modern day Rachel Alexandra? No, I don't think so, but she's super good. Well, you talk about consistent. Yeah. No. And getting better with age, seems like. You know, yes. Showing no signs of slowing down. Saw her in person. What a horse. She beat uh, Monomoy Girl mm -hmm. and uh, Swiss Skydiver when they were getting all of the press at Oakland a couple of years ago. And she beat him, came out of nowhere and beat him. What a horse. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful horse. Uh, hard to bet Hard to bet against. Uh, I think I saw where Jackie's Warrior is not running on Belmont Day, right? Yeah, Jackie's Warrior going to run the day before on Friday in the True North, and and he'll be one to nine in that race. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, legendary Lenny says Jack Christopher, and Jack Christopher will run in the Woody Stevens, and so there you go. Did uh, uh, what was what was Aspiesen's uh, answer to why she wasn't running? Why Jackie's Warrior wasn't running? At I guess they just wanted the six furlongs. So yeah, not the mile. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's her best. Uh, mm -hmm. Probably. Daniel thinks uh, Latruska has her work cut out for her. I, you know, again, I need to see who all enters, what the pace setup is, everything like that. So I, I don't really know yet. I mean, she's obviously going to be the favorite and a standout. But look, you can beat her. You, you beat her at the Breeders' Cup last year. Of course, I had the wrong one, but wrong horse to beat her. But you, you can beat her. Oh, yeah. The setup's got to be right. Yeah. And so that's yeah. going to be the big how thing. Is, how old is she now, Aaron? Uh, I think she's is she six now? Six or seven? She's six or seven. Yeah, I'm trying to away from me. That's pretty amazing. She's running that well. Uh, Charles asked, her, "Am I a Brisnet or a DR, DRF guy? Neither. I don't like either one of them. I'm a time form uh, <laughs> person. So neither one. Uh, uh, don't forget, Command Performance is running Friday. Race one, maiden special. Oh, oh wonderful." Yeah, we're all on the edge of our seat for that one. So uh, Super Super Mario made a comment. Uh, 
He said Asmin's afraid of flight line. Yeah. Well, that's not Jackie's war Jackie war Jackie's warrior's best uh distance to run. Yeah. yeah. I guarantee you he's not afraid of anybody with that horse. I'm telling you that right now. If it, if it was a six furlong race, I don't think he would be. I think at a mile, it's yeah, a little he, bit of a stretch, and he uh, knows those those horses are super, super good at a mile that he's gonna have to face. Guarantee you he respects flight line, but I'm yeah. scared. Uh, yeah. It's it's the distance. Jack. Papa Dude always has trouble because her name, his name is Jackie. <laughs> I always say that every time. I get so pissed at myself because I do that every time. He says that he beat Life is Good at a mile, didn't he? No, he beat Life is Good. There you go, at seven furlongs. Dennis thinks he's afraid of him, though. No, he's not. Uh, what's better about time form? I use DRF, but only if it has the time form on it. The speed figures are better on uh, um, time form. Um, Craig Mikowski makes those figures. He works extremely hard on them. He takes a ton of pride on them. If he believes a race is not timed right, he will go back and time it with his own watch. Wow. Uh, yeah. So their numbers tend to be a bit more accurate. And so that's the number one thing on time form. You also have late pace figures, early pace figures. Uh, they've got a, they're pretty good at projecting the pace and, and being right about it. Um, so there's some bonuses there as well, but the big one is I trust Craig Mikowski with uh, the the speed figures. I think he does a really good job, and I know he does his homework, and so that's that's the big things. Yeah, for me. And uh, uh, to be clear, I have nothing against Frisna, nothing against DRF whatsoever. They're Everybody fine. has their favorite, so I just I like I like time an argument. You know, it's if you like one, that's fine. You know, if it's good for you, do it. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, the early and late pace figures are there. Uh and it, yeah, it's it's nice. But uh their their uh, time form figures, uh just their regular speed figures are very solid. So um yeah, I like it. Uh Dennis says noticing he doesn't understand as much about time form, but the numbers are much better there than DRF and Brisnet. I, I agree. I just think when there's a situation where the three really disagree on one time form is usually the one that gets it right yeah. and a lot of time it's because some bitch went back and hand timed this shit and, and said look the timing was off <laughs> you know i mean i save i'll tell you yeah he's he's an impressive individual he works very hard and he's he lives in oklahoma city too he's uh he's an OU well he goes yeah. a lot of OU stuff he's, hey, there. he's asked us twice about clarier against latruska oh i'm sorry which who was it Jaylen. oh right here Claire almost got Latruska and the apple blossom. Do you think she has a chance? That's why I said, uh, let's wait and see what the pace setup is. Yeah. Yes, Clarier can beat her, but she's going to have to get softened up. And that's the big thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've noticed about Dennis, too. He doesn't know how to read a book, but he can read anything that has to do with gambling. Have you noticed that? Yes. <laughs> This is the man. <laughs> selective reader is what we used to call him in school. A selective reader. He can read anything he's interested in. Oh, man. Dennis, is, is, he is the best. Uh, Charles asked about Optics EQ. I really like the people at Optics EQ. Uh, I really do. I think they work very hard, and I think they, they do a great job. I personally do not like the, the circle square stuff. I, I just don't. That's me personally. That's nothing against the product. So I don't I don't like that. I tried it a long time ago. I think they have something called 
notes or something that's pretty good. But I, I, their product wasn't for me. That doesn't mean it's not for anybody else, though. If you like it, I'm not making fun of you. It's just, it's not for me. Sounds like a place where you get your eyes checked. To me. Optics EQ, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, have you noticed buyer inflation for me, Trick? By the way, these are great questions. Love them all. Um, I know, Papa Dude, you're probably being like, I don't know any of these answers, but sorry. Well, I uh, uh, <laughs> I think Laurel and Parks sometimes are a little bit inflated when they go to other places. Um, the the mid Atlantic mid Atlantic tracks I think get a little inflated, and I think stakes races in general get a little inflated by buyers. I think they feel like, well, it was a stakes race, and maybe this horse earned an eighty five, but let's make it a ninety. You know, I, I think that happens a little bit. Dennis is a gambling beast. <laughs> He's a beast, all right. Uh, sometimes I think it gets a little biased if a heavy underdog runs and wins. I don't think they get as good a buyer as the favorite does sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I, I do. I've seen that before, so. Yeah. Um, also, Santa Anita, I think, gets inflated a little yeah, bit. So They seem to come up with buyers sometimes. It's like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, Joey follows Dennis on Twitter. He loves the uh, tweets and bets. Plus, I love the rants. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I've learned some new cuss words and things. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, especially late at night. I don't know what the uh, correlation <laughs> but I think I do. <laughs> especially <laughs> if you've had a, a, a real bad day, you know, it seems like the rants are a little worse, a little more, you know, by 11 o'clock, it seems like something in your brain kicks in and just makes it worse. I think I know what it is, but I'm not sure. <laughs> we could guess. We could guess what maybe Dennis uh, has there. Yeah. Uh, Daniel asked about Equine or Equine Edge, Equine Edge. I don't know how they say it. Um, I think it's a good tool. I think you need to be careful not to use it 100% of the time. I, I think you get into a little bit of bad habits when it comes to any software. Uh, Betmix is another software. I like Equinedge better than Betmix. But I think with any of them, you don't want to just get into the habit of, okay, boom, 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 here's my picks, right? Like it needs to be one minor tool. But it is very good. Their presentation is fantastic. I, I have nothing bad to say about them. And those are other those guys too. Can vouch for them. They work very hard, and they always are trying to make that better. So, I have nothing bad to say about it. Um, yeah, Papa Dude may have caught on to something, Dennis. <laughs> I don't think so. I think we all know that. And Joey, he is. It's the best when he gets mad at a jockey. That's when he really goes off the rails. The Dennis video of a jockey, and then the critique of this sob didn't try or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty well, good. Uh, who's the best ADW in the in the U.S.? BetPTC.com, Charles. Sign up now. Uh, type uh, promo code DUDES in the promo code box. Yeah, hey, I saw yeah. that. That's pretty cool. You get 4% uh, uh, rebates on your win ragers and up to 8% on your exotics. BetPTC.com. That's the best. Um, all right. We don't. I think we've got it all. I think we've said it all. Let's check in on the scoreboard before we sign off here. Um, a little early, I think. Well, no, let's see. The yeah, the hockey hadn't started. Let's check in on the college scoreboards here. Oh, okay. Um, 
stand by here as we look at this. Let's do college baseball first. Okay. College baseball still delayed in Gainesville oh. between OU and Florida. And let's see what our so today at What's noon. That? that Oklahoma Florida game uh, started at noon today. <laughs> okay, noon today that started, and we're in the top or bottom of the seventh here at six fifty six. Yeah, right. that's why. Um, let's see what else. Oh yeah, let's do the girls softball. Let's see what the score is. Real quick. I can tell you this. Oh, the score now. Top of the third, Texas leads three to nothing. I told Lindsay, my girl, she loves softball. I said, oh, you will lose today to UCLA, and then we'll win the next one. She said, no way. And then I said, Texas will definitely beat Oklahoma State once. I don't know about twice. Texas leads three to nothing. Well, you know, I'm a huge OU girls softball fan. And I'm sitting there. Of course, we hate them both. You know, that's a toss of a coin, which one you hate the most. If you're an OU fan, right? Who do you hate more? <laughs> I hate Texas more. I do too, but I'd rather play them in the finals than Oklahoma State because uh, we'll have a huge crowd advantage. Not that I know whether that matters as much. And I think Oklahoma can – I don't think Texas thinks they can beat us. Oklahoma State beat us the last time they played us. They got a pitcher we have a hard time hitting. So I'm rooting for Texas in this. I think we could we are, we have a better matchup against them. I think we're going to beat one of them. But uh, by the way, we got beat today. I don't know whether you noticed that or not. Like I told you, I told Lindsay we were getting beat the first game today. I was not surprised. Okay, and then they came. I think that made them mad. And they, they won by. fifteen to nothing. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think they, they will bet. But anyway, uh, that is that. That is still a sport that's really growing in popularity, and if it's, I know it's it's not real big, but if you've ever been to one of those, they're fast, they're fun, and it's it, it's just really fun to watch. It really is. If you like, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Um, all right. Any final thoughts before yes, we get off? I really I I want to tell you where I went yesterday. Okay. And if, if you've never been here, Aaron, I think you and Heather would love it. Okay. <laughs> this will be good. No, no, no. I, I, I'm really serious. Sandy and I went to a big cat sanctuary. Oh, my God. Now, wait a minute. I'm not talking about regular cats. I'm talking about tigers, leopards, cougars. Now, wait. What are you shaking your head for? This was really good. Have you ever it, watched Tiger King before? Okay. I'm getting to that. All okay. right. Not what this is, okay? This is a sanctuary. This is a place where they have rescued these animals from places like the Tiger King. Oh, boy. Really? Yes. These animals, several of them, were from the Tiger King. Really? Listen, it is the most educational. Yes, that's it, Shoddy, Turpentine uh, Creek. Okay, Turpentine Creek, okay. Uh, Eureka Springs, about five or six miles. Okay. We pulled up, and I thought, oh, no, this is awful, because there were only five uh, cars in the parking lot. Yeah. Well, I figured out why. By the t They give tours. You have to take a tour. You can't just walk through this. 
and they give them every hour on the hour. So by the time we got there a little bit before two, so at two o'clock the tour started, and there were 25 or 30 there. Anyway, they've got these animals. They're beautiful, and they're right up where you can see them. They're the most gorgeous tigers, lions you've ever seen, and they've all been injured near death when they were rescued from some of these horrible places like Tiger King. Yeah. Okay. And you can bitch about Carol Baskin all you want. <laughs> Carol Baskin took care of the animals. She killed like, her husband, though. <laughs> do what? She killed her husband, though. I don't care about that. But she took care of the animals. Okay. And and the thing is, uh, animals, if you love animals like I do, the story of all of these creatures that have been uh, saved is amazing. And they've all got names. They all are right there in front of you where you can see them. They have bears there, too. They're awesome. The the star attraction is a grizzly bear. Really? Yes, who was rescued. He, uh, some idiot had him tied up in a barn. Yeah. And they went in there and found him and several other animals. He is the most lovable thing you ever saw. He's right there. He's in. He's got his own swimming pool. He's in the water. He's running all over the place. He's fantastic. So, anyway, we went there, and I just, I just wanted to mention it was so much fun, and I didn't think it would be. And well, we, that's cool. And we learned uh, an awful lot. And uh, if it wasn't for Tyson's Foods, the place probably wouldn't survive because all of the food. For these animals, which most of them eat meat, of course, from Tyson's, they donate all these, all the chickens and turkeys that these uh, animals eat. But I really think that you guys would like it. I do. I, I think you would. It's. It, it doesn't take very long. It takes about an hour to go on the tour. Then you can walk all over the facility, they and do whatever you want to after that. But anyway, it was really fun. Really enjoyed it. Well, there you go. There you go. And that's uh, Papa Dude likes a zoo as well, Curtis. So, yeah. Uh, Sandy and I both commented as we were going along there. It, it was better than the zoo. Good. Now, they don't have an, as many animals, of course, as a zoo, but these things were right there. Right. I mean, some of the pictures, I mean, you could almost reach out and touch them. So, Crazy dude's field trip to Eureka, Shani says. Yeah, we could do that. Pretty cool place. And anyway. Well, I wasn't going to bring it up, but since you mentioned cats, I have a cat story. All right. I currently have a cat living in my garage. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's, let's get the details. 11 o'clock last night. You mean this just happened? 11 o'clock last night. I hear yes. the cat meowing. Don't know where it's at. It's in the bushes, in the flower beds. Grab it. Little tiny thing. Four to uh, six weeks old, probably. Oh, really? Looks like it's skin and bones. It's it's bad. So, took it in. Took it to the vet this morning. You took it to the vet. You are a wonderful human being. Took it to the vet. Um, it got thrown out of a car. She knew it almost immediately because it's missing. It's all all of its bottom lip is gone. Oh man, oh that's awful. Threw him out of the car. Um, anyway, it looked like she probably got worms or something. She's not. She's not doing well in that area, but uh, took her, got her the vet, got her fixed up, uh, living in the garage right now because we have a dog who hates cats. Um, so 
But we've got our bed, we've got our toys, we've got our kitty litter in a, in a litter box, we've got her food. She's doing well. Only problem is she's going to have to have surgery on that lip. They Ooh. can they can reattach the lip. So next Wednesday, surgery for the cat. Uh, Heather is nursing the cat back to health. <laughs> we're doing this. This is, let me tell you. Um, you two are to be commended for well, that. Well, it's we we did. I I I don't. You don't have to have that. I mean, we don't have to say that. But yeah, it's it's in uh, the garage. There's a lot of people that would have just not just left the cat in the bushes and let yeah, me. Can't do that. We've, can't we've, do that. I can't do that. That's why you would love to go down to this place. These animals were going to die. Yeah. They're beautiful creatures. And what this facility has done is it's un, it's incredible. And uh, did you know one more thing? I did not know this. There are only 4,000 tigers left in the wild. Ooh, I did not know that. No. You neither because their habitat's gone. Lions are not that way because the lions are in the deserts of Africa and there's lots and lots of desert in Africa where they still have a lot of habitat. Most of the creatures they have down there are lions. I mean, uh, tigers. They have yeah. more tigers than anything. And what a lot of these people do, they're so stupid. They'll get a kitten, a tiger kitten, mm -hmm. and they don't realize the tiger is going to grow up. You've got to be a huge tiger. Yeah. And what the hell are you going to do with a huge tiger, you know, once they grow up so they they don't know what to do with them? It's just exactly. I, people are so stupid. But, no, I think you have a cat. Uh, the good thing about a cat, which you know because we had cats, even though neither one of us are really cat people. Yeah. But the thing about a cat is he can live in the garage and he'll be fine. Yeah, and that's kind of what I've had to convince Heather. It's like. It, they're not like dogs. It's not lonely out there. Like, you know, it's fine. Cat's fine. Yeah, as long as you feed it, you got the litter box. box. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he'll eventually just let him out. He'll probably just hang right around the house. And and yeah, uh, they 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 are they're in, independent. They're independent. Uh, yeah, creatures. So this one definitely definitely loves us already, though. <laughs> I can tell. So. <laughs> Here's the deal. Animals are much smarter than people. We both know that. It's just like your dog. Your dog came from a rescue. You saved that dog. That dog knows it. The dog knows it. I don't have any doubt about it. Yeah. This cat knows what you did, too. That cat, okay. that cat was going to die. Oh, for sure. And it, it was... It, I don't think it could have lasted... I don't know. Maybe another day or two. I don't know. I don't know how... The vet said that it looked like that wound had been there for a while. So, uh, yeah, it's it was sad, it, but it's doing it's doing really good now. Um, we got kind of gave it a bath a little bit. Is it eating? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It eating like crazy. Yeah. Is it yeah. getting? I mean, like when you found it, was it able to move much? I mean, was it kind of just laying there? Um, it. It was, it's, it's moving around. It's going, it's like moving around. Um, it's a, uh, no, it doesn't have a lamp or anything like that. And it's got, it's got energy. Yeah. 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 Oh, Shadi, you're right. Cats love you. They just have a harder time showing it. Yeah. Than a dog does. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, if, you, if you're watching the screen, I've got something new up. I've got to see this. 
the Mixed Tag Wrestling Show, Episode 1, getting ready to air right now on the YouTube page. That's myself. That's my beautiful wife, Heather. That's the cat taker care of her. Uh, yeah. Magic made that graphic. If you like wrestling, you want to watch these shows. They're fantastic. Uh, Magic just sent me this. You see the, can you see the graphic without? Okay. Yeah, looks good. Um, yeah. So episode one, going to drop soon. We've got three shows for you. Oh uh, yeah, I know Dennis is, is fired up about this. Um, I think you guys will like it. Even if you don't like wrestling, we try to be entertaining. Um, you, you'll, the first one's going to be kind of introduction, who Heather is. Uh, second one is our uh, trip to Vegas, which is, is be a fun one. And the third one is uh, talk about CM Punk and, and his injury and what they're going to oh, do with the title. So, yeah, people, Shoddy, excited. Yeah, thanks, Shoddy. That's nice. Um, I will just throw one comment on out. This yeah. will be fantastic. This is must-see uh, on TV, but it's must-see YouTube channel. She uh, was very nervous, and by about the second minute of the first video, she was raring oh, and ready. She killed it. Yeah. Well, first of all, she's an expert. She is. Expert is something your nerves are there for a while, but then you get all into it and the nerves go away. And obviously, she's the queen of wrestling at the moment. So, I never thought, (laughs) you know what I'm going to say, I would ever see the day that Heather, the most educated, smart person I've ever known, be into wrestling. She addresses that. She addresses that issue. Um, hey, I would. I've been waiting for an explanation. So yeah, she talked about that on the first or second show. I can't remember when you addressed that, Heather. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm definitely going to tune into this. Sandy and I will definitely watch this one. Let's see. Let me see if he's got this scheduled. I'll tell everybody when it's going to actually air. Um, let's see. Next time we got three of them, so. Let's see. There we are. There's our show um, videos. Let's see. It doesn't have him scheduled. He doesn't have it scheduled yet, but it oh. should be up tonight. I would say sometime tonight. Everybody that's a subscriber will get a notice, right? Yeah, everybody that is a subscriber will get will get a notice, uh, and yeah, it'll be up sometime later this evening. I, I threw three videos on Magic uh, <laughs> as he was uh, uh, working on Belmont this week so that he's not happy about that and yeah i love the saratoga slim vlogs as well those are going to those are going to continue and those, those are great i'm noticing in this picture heather looks at now this was probably at the beginning of the show mm-hmm. a little bit embarrassed that she likes wrestling kind of, <laughs> like, oh hold on hold on here's the here's the second one she's okay. got he's got a new one hold okay on. let's put this one up here he's sending me these as we're doing the show okay so. She doesn't look embarrassed in this one. She okay, looks happy to be alive. It's like she was she was coming out, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I I don't know. He made me look stupid. And what magic? This is crazy. Come on, it made me look like this. Uh, there it is. There's number two. She definitely is into it. In episode number two, yeah. I think she, if you like wrestling, you'll like her. I think she's got really good opinions. And if you don't like wrestling, you might like it once you hear us talk about it. So that's kind of the other hope for this, too. Make make a couple new fans. All right. All right. Yeah, first, first one, she was scared, I think. Second one, she, she let loose. So. Yeah. One more comment, okay. and we're done. As you know, I started Driver's Ed uh, last week. 
And uh, this is year number 700 for me, seems like. Mm -hmm. So I always tell the kids that, hey, don't be nervous. Uh, there's nothing you can do that I haven't seen. <laughs> so if you get out there and do something really dumb, I've seen it. So I've got like 22 kids, I think, and five of them have never had never driven. They had never touched the steering wheel of a car, which is okay. I don't mind that too much because they, they normally are awful the first day and they get better. Mm -hmm. They want to drive. And most kids are coordinated when that, that they can do it. You know, they'll struggle a little bit. So I had this girl um, who I had in class for two years and knew her what sweetest girl in the world. Mm -hmm. So she's driving with her cousin and her cousin thought she could drive, but she sucked too. But anyway, she can get the car a little bit. She just can't drive straight. We're all over the road. We're everywhere. Uh -huh. She thinks she's doing good. And we're in the ditch and we're over the center line. <laughs> it, was a, it was a long, I was more scared of her really than I was the other one that I'm going to talk about because she likes to drive fast and she can't drive straight. And fast and not straight is not a good thing. No. So that was a long 50 minutes. So we're out in the woolly bullies. I mean, a stagecoach can't hardly get down this road. We're out in the middle of nowhere. So she gets up there to drive. And I tell her, I said, now listen, here's what you're going to do. Because every kid that starts wants to use two feet. They want to use their right foot and their left foot, you know, one for the brake, one for the pedal. So I always make them put your foot on the gas, give it some gas. And they always go Vroom, like that. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, she was, I said, I'll just do everything real slow. So she did. I said, I'll put your foot on the brake. She did. I said, back to the gas. She did. Back to the brakes. We did it about five times. So she got that to where she didn't have to look at her feet. I said, okay, now just go real slow. Pick something out in the middle of your lane up ahead. And just drive right to it. She did. We're going along there. And the road is straight as a string out in the middle of the country. And she drives about three miles. Mm -hmm. Now we're going about 15 miles an hour or 20, but that's Okay. I just want her to get the feel of things, and she keeps it straight. There's no lines on the road. It's unmarked, and a lot of kids can't do that. They can't They can't judge where they are in their lane, and she's doing great. So I'm thinking, wow, I can't believe this. So we get up finally where the road ends, and we have to make a right turn because we got to head back. So we get up there, and I said, okay, now you pick out a spot over there, when you make your turn, pick out a spot where you want the car to go, and you just steer right to that spot. You steer right to it. Go real slow, and you just be looking at that spot, and you just drive that car, guide that car right to that uh -huh. uh, spot. Uh -huh. So she's looking where she wants the car to go, but we're going straight. And there's a ditch, and I go, turn the car. Turn it. Nope, we just keep going straight, but she's looking where the car's supposed to go the whole time, and we're going straight. So I hit. Luckily, no one's around. Yeah. I said, what are you doing? And she goes, the, the car wouldn't go where I wanted it to go. 
What do you think that thing in your hand is? That's the steering. This is a true story. That is the steering wheel. You have to turn the steer. She didn't know. She didn't know. So we backed it up. I said, okay, we got to get on the road down here before a car comes. I said, you give us some gas and I'll turn it. And then we'll work on, we're going to go up to the football field parking lot where there's no cars to practice turn. So again, it's five miles to school. She drives straight as a string all the way down to where we have to turn to go to the parking lot. And I said, okay, you give us some gas. I'll steer it. And we'll get up in the parking lot. We went around and around in circles about 20 times. She cannot turn that car. She can't do it. I've got her tomorrow morning, and I have no idea what I'm going to do. She can't do it. She'll turn, and she accelerates, peels out, throws gravels everywhere. Um, it's awful. And so I, I've been beating my head against the wall. I've never had one that can't go around in circles. Never had one. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> That's really bad. I'm open to suggestions. I, I, I'm thinking what I'm going to do is go tomorrow to that parking lot, and I'm going to uh, we can accelerate, and I'm going to steer for a while, and we'll see if we can get the accelerating down, and then we'll work on the turn. You've got your work cut out for you because that sounds like, I don't know, that's going to be tough. She's not coordinated at all, and, and she's nervous. I thought about throwing her in there with somebody she doesn't know because that girl in the back seat was just about to pee her pants. She was laughing so hard. Of course, she was scared too. But uh, I'm thinking about maybe going, maybe getting a third person to go with us that kind of can separate the two of them a little. I don't know what I'm going to do. But 10 o'clock tomorrow, I'm really looking forward to it. My rest of my, my guys that have never driven, they didn't they didn't do too bad. But it's a lot of fun. <laughs> well, that's what Papa Dude will be doing. Yeah. Um, so. it was, yeah. Anyway, I'm looking forward to these videos. That's going to be good. Yeah, going to be a good time. Truth Exposed with a very nice message that says uh, she's just real happy she found us since uh, our dad passed away. I had nobody to pal around with. Thank you guys for this channel and what you do. You're absolutely uh, thank you. Uh, condolences. And, I mean, that that's tough when that yeah, happens. It is. It, but um, yeah, I'm glad you're here and I'm glad we're able to, you know, it, it, entertain you as much as possible. That's why we're here and that we love doing it. So if we can glad help you, glad you found us. That makes it all worth it if we can help you get, get through this tough time. Yeah, that's yeah, that's sad. But uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, found us during Triple Crown. That's awesome. Well, we're here. We're here 365 days a year. So it's not just Triple Crown. That's the good news. We're here every day. I'm sure you've kind of seen that. So yeah. yeah, thanks, thanks so much for joining us. And hopefully, you we you know we continue to entertain you with our wrestling uh, content as well. So You're pretty good. We'll see. People are excited. People are texting me. It's out. So eight o'clock. So the first one will debut in 41 minutes. So yeah, there you go. All right. All right, guys. Um, that's it. We're going to get out of here. We've been here for an hour and 18 minutes. I think we've done well. We'll be back next week. Um, okay. So we got the wrestling content coming out. We also have live shows Tuesday through Saturday for Belmont. Saturday will be live, obviously, for the big races. Tuesday through Friday, uh, we'll cover... All things Belmont and the undercard tomorrow will be absolutely uh, all about the draw. 
So live shows are back this week, starting on Tuesday. Magic Mike Thursday, Blinkers Off Thursday, Belmont, wall-to-wall coverage. So we're going to be here for you. So thanks, got- everybody. There'll be a guide, right? There'll be a guide coming out. Guide will be out Thursday, I would say. Yeah, maybe Thursday afternoon, probably. Uh, what, yep. What you want to do, folks, is get to that guide, see the consensus picks, and go with me because I think I won last time. That's, <laughs> That's true. That's true. He had a great preakness, so we'll see if he can back it up. Had a good uh, derby, too. We all had a good derby, but you definitely yeah. had a good derby, too. So uh, it, not the Kentucky Derby, the the guide picks before the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for the uh, kind uh, comment again there, Truth Exposed. Really appreciate that. And we appreciate all of you guys. And uh, we'll see you next time. Have Thanks. a good night, everybody. This has been a presentation of RacingDudes.com, your destination for all things horse racing and sports betting. Whether you want free winners, expert insider picks, up-to-the-minute trackside weather reports, or podcasts and videos for bettors of all skill levels, never make another wager without visiting the Racing Dudes first.